uh, past two o'clock. Let's uh, hear our Tuesday report with Andrew Dembina as he interviews Sicilian chef Angelo Angliano, who is the director of Michelin-starred Tosco Diaglo restaurant at the Ritz-Carlton Hong Kong. And he talked about what it's like to be the new head chef walking into an established five-star hotel Italian kitchen about his culinary career in Asia and also in working for the late French chef legendary Joel Rubichon about opening his own restaurant. Ciao, I'm uh, Angelo Agliano. I'm a director of uh, Tosca di Angelo. I started here on January 2019. I'm from Sicily. I come from a family of fishermen. So I started to bring here my identity, very Mediterranean and true and sincere cuisine. Now, you have actually worked in uh, restaurants before in Hong Kong. You came here during the launch period of the Atelier du Robochon. Yes, yes. Some years ago. Uh, You're familiar from that experience, I'm sure, with uh, some of the palate preferences of the Hong Kong diner. Did that help you also to guide you in a way for the kind of dishes that you thought might be good when you took over Tosca? So I come in Hong Kong uh, in uh, 2008. So already 12 years, thank you to work with Mr. Robochon, he bring me here. So in Robochon, we do, of course, French cuisine. From me arriving, I give some Italian touching. And then with the product from Asia, especially from Japan, very near to Hong Kong, we just create the Italian culture with the Asia product. So it's for this one of my best signature dish uh, became the risotto with Hokkaido Siurcin and uh, never be in Sicily or in Italy or in Europe before this dish. That's very interesting. For sea urchin, um, is it enjoyed in other ways in Italy and the Mediterranean? South of Italy, the Siurcin is very, very important product, but nothing to match with Hokkaido one. Mm. Totally different. Because I can tell you, the Hokkaido one, you can eat in even uh, 100 grams mm. <laughs> directly along with uh, only bread or, or even nothing. The ones from Sisi, from the Mediterranean yeah. Sea, is a little bit more strong, like an uh, oyster, right? So when I suggest even some uh, Western people you want some sushi, they think about our Mediterranean sushi. Yeah. Then it's very strong on but if you balance the nice pasta, it's super nice. Mm. But nobody do risotto siuccini in Italy. Mm-hmm. Never. So when uh, this kind of risotto be proposed to me from Mr. Bouchon, I, I feel it very, very strange, right? <laughs> but <laughs> today, after 12 years, still my best signature dish. Now... Everyone here work with me, the same people work with me from the beginning. Huh. Especially I bring the six guys who work already five years with me. So that's mean it's more easy for me to distribute my savoir-faire, my, my knowledge, my yes. skill, right? And, and you know <laughs> that you work well together. Yes, and then, of course, uh, you know, this hotel already uh, running by 10 years the restaurant already was uh, three different chefs. Of course, it's a big machine. You must be sure from the beginning we clear everything because I have to be sure I have uh, at least uh, mm. six people yeah. 
including the pastry chef, know what I want to be. But second, because I was scared, when new chef come, and I know I'm no easy chef. When the service starts, I'm too much serious. From 12 o'clock to 30 mm-hmm. on the lunch time, and then 6.30 to 10.30 on the night time. Yeah. This two period, I'm really the chef. But the other any hour, I'm the angel of friend, father, brother, whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so they know very well. Yeah. So this I was uh, clearly from beginning always. Don't lose the focus, concentration, because must to respect the customer like you respect or cooking for your family. Treat them as it's your family. Yes. So after your time at Robuchon, yeah. you opened two restaurants of your own. Yes, um, yes. Can you tell us a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, of course. Because uh, after seven years at Robuchon, previous for me going to Bangkok, opened the Latelier in Bangkok yeah. after Taipei. Already I want to, my dream, my restaurant. Very, very important, the rich customer we have in Taipei, the Taipei people, they hear I want to, to open a restaurant somewhere. I told me, you don't go anywhere, we open a restaurant here in Taipei. But the same night, it's just to put some menu on the bank. And then I opened an uh, Angelo restaurant in uh, Taipei, mm. my first uh, restaurant there. Oh. Stay three years there. And for, I love, I love Taipei. For me, Taiwan is uh, really the Sicily of Asia. I don't know why my feeling this. Okay, Taipei is very, very big city, but the rest of Taiwan, the most of the economy is from fishing. Mm. So every day off of me, I start to do surfing there. I gonna love surfing because every spot uh, touching water is my DNA, right? Mm. So give me inspiration. If you see many big French names try to open Taiwan after one year or two years close. Because it's a little bit the culture, you know. Yeah. They, of course, for Italian style, they you know pizza, pasta, you know. How long did your restaurant last? Three for? years. Otherwise. After I come back to 2016 uh, here in Hong Kong, mm. I opened La Locanda del Langio in Happy Valley. This was uh, the, the project after Taipei, small restaurant, 28 covers. The very, very nice quality, a little bit more cozy, you know, more Sicilian, can say, mm. South Italy style. Mm. Yeah, this is, this is still open. This is still open. We're still a very, very good friend. You know, to them, 44, uh, I started 14 uh, this uh, job. And from 14, this job, uh, he take all part of my, yeah. my heart. Right. And everything today is natural, you know. So uh, people is crazy because already, you know, many, many chefs just say, okay, now it's coming autumn. I take the dish from last year. I put the new menu. I have, uh, I don't know, many thousand of recipe. But every day I want to try, I try like this on natural mm. way. Mm. If I need some base, of course, I look at my recipe. Yeah. But I want to always go to markets, see the ocean, go other restaurants, mm. see book. Mm. This is the inspiration. This is something get to you new. The your motivation. Yeah. Would you say that your culinary philosophy in Tosca has changed much, or has it been the same since when you started? The beginning was uh, very, very difficult. But I think already after six months, especially all... Uh, Chef and people, even in the floor, huh? everyone, yeah. everyone after six months understanding 
the big something gonna happen. Right. Because everything I promise, I maintain. We change the dressing of the table, we change the plate, we change... I want to put one... We change the color, you know? Mm. I want to put this blue sky, blue sea, blue ocean. In Hong Kong, you're always black, right? You need mm. something shining. Changing the kitchen... A change in the soul. I was uh, in February in Italy, right, in Sicily, yeah, yeah. because here it was closed right. February and March. Yeah. I feeling in March gonna be locked down, everything change. Take flight, I come back in Hong Kong because I'm be ready to April. Okay. And then, yeah. and when we reopen, we reopen. Mm. Otherwise, no open. So don't ask me, get down with quality. Mm. I reduce the menu. I reduce the item, but never quality. So when we reopen, never can believe this. Tosca from April mm. be full. Yeah. It's a big problem. We lose a lot of money. The hotel, we don't know when to come back to be hotel because uh, mm. no people coming from outside, cannot travel, cannot anything. Okay, we must be active. We start to take away. We start to do cooking home. We start to do what you want. No problem. i doing because... We don't know what's gonna happen. Okay, cooking at home is not difficult. Have a chef at home is easy because you just bring all your product, nice conservation, nice temperature, nice everything. Today, have many, many technologies, so everything will be perfect. If in the house no have a Rona, I bring a Rona. If in the house no have a steam, I... the only thing I think I take away, you know? How would the take food away? travel? So, yeah. Yes, so some items I totally changed for my menu. I chose some items more simple and more intelligent to keep at least 20 to half hour, you know. Or especially something you can reheat in the oven, in the pan or in the microwave. Yeah. Cook at home, we can continue, yeah. But yeah. takeaway, I'm gonna think about really. How is your cuisine different, would you say, than other? Elevated Italian restaurants in Hong Kong. <laughs> I can say, I can say because I know very well the other. They are Italian 100%. Yeah. Me, I mix my experience. I can put the Italian way different technique inside. I don't say change the original taste, but produce this on different way and because I'm a little bit perfectionist. Right. This is fine dining yeah. by Italian chef, yeah. but we must be open, you know. Yeah. Different question. Yes. How do you think that elevated Italian dining is received in Hong Kong and Asia compared to, say, French dining? Okay. For my part, uh, then I'm Italian, I would say, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> the, what we receive uh, in terms of wine and food, uh, Italian in Hong Kong, is I think uh, compared to French is represented maybe 30 or 40 percent. Mm. This is very damaging because if in town we have uh, more fine dining, Italian restaurant like they are in the French community, mm. the compare will be more easy and more clear, right? Mm. But when you in town, you have a two or three Italian restaurants, fine dining. And then the other is totally different level because mm. it's a normal trattoria or normal Italian restaurant yeah. or hotel. 
You know, it's not same. Over here, I think we have to learning a lot from French. I think we still have only 35 to 40% that truly represent the Italy culture. You have to say most of the other percentage look more at the business than really something culture from Italy. I can understand because no no one they have the big support of a big hotel mm. or something. Hong Kong is known to be a very wide-reaching place for different types of cuisine. Is there anything missing from the culinary landscape that you would like to see here? I travel a lot in my life and I never see one place completely like Hong Kong. Mm. And uh, for any culture you can gonna find a uh, Thai, Indian, uh, Moroccan, Arabian, Spanish, Malay, everything, no missing. It's also nice because you have the high level, the medium level, and the cheap yeah. level. What global food and drinks trends today, before the COVID-19 pandemic happened, do you love and which ones do you hate? I don't like today is uh, uh, the new people also investing on a casual, economic, or very easy restaurant to yeah. doing. Because I don't believe at the fine dining or the quality. It's for me, is a big mistake. I don't want to critic any name. But in a city like Hong Kong or Paris, or New York, or you must have this kind. Because in Hong Kong, if local understand it. Mm. I mean, it's great. You've been open for a year and a half and you have a Michelin star. How important is uh, being oh. on the award or the, or the 50 <laughs> best restaurants of the world list? Okay, I tell you the truth. People say, oh, I don't care, they don't understand because they are French and we are Italian. 50 best, uh, need to pay them, need to invite them for Pitea. Any awards you get that you see your name mm. in Michelin, in the 50 best, in uh, any other guide we can say about the FMB, will be something happiness, will be something more special happening to you. Of course, I don't want to kill myself if they don't give me a star. Sure, it's important. Mm. But only for me, everyone, any awards, it gives you more powerful, more proud about your, your sacrifice, about your work. Finally, Angelo, for Tosca D'Angelo then, it's been a year and a half. You've gone through difficult time with COVID, with your team. You've pulled through. We all have our fingers crossed that we return to normality soon. What are your plans moving forward in hopefully normal times? After COVID, my guys, all, myself too, we see what happened around the world. We see how many people lose jobs. We see how many structures, even hotel close, restaurant close. So we became more and more attached to our passion. Mm, right. Thank you very much for the insight into the way that you, <laughs> that you operate and also for uh, giving us your breakdown of your cuisine. Thank you. Thank you. And that was Chef Angelo Angliano, director of Michelin star Tosca D'Anglolo, which is a restaurant at Ritz-Carlton, Hong Kong. And he was talking to the 123 Show Tuesday food and drinks reporter, Andrew Dembina. Thank you very much indeed for your feature, Andrew. <laughs>